I have trouble accepting the fact that you're gone. So I won't. It'll be like we would for a while without seeing each other. What's good, tapeworms? As you guys know, we have had some very, very sad news in the hip-hop community. Uh, one of the great legends of the game, DMX, has unfortunately passed away. So we at the Shannon Tapes wanted to do a little tribute episode. Uh, you know, we we were all affected by DMX. Um, you know, speaking for myself, I was a big fan of his music. Um, I'm sure Brandon and Sean and Kevin are as well. If, you know, we we just wanted to reach out and and make sure you guys knew that we loved him, and I'm sure you guys liked him as well. So um, we're gonna spend a little bit of time kind of going over how he affected us, what we loved about his music, what albums we liked about him, and and yeah, um, I don't know how how do you guys feel about about DMX's passing? It uh it it it's it's weird. Um, it's weird. That's a good way to totally yeah, describe weird, yeah. it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, like there's never been somebody like the the only other person I can think of is like Five Dog, where I was like really affected by it. Um. In, in this age of my life um, mm. where there, there's somebody who's been such like a staple in my life in terms of music wise, you know? Um, so to see him struggle and then, you know, bounce back. And I'm so happy that that verse has happened because, you know, it was able to, you know, show love and everything. Everyone was able to like give him his flowers while he was right. still here. Um, it was great to see that happen, but, DMX man like like still like when I'm at the gym like all like I cannot think about like playing sports throughout high school and training to try and play in college and and not listening to DMX. And, and not listening to DMX exactly, like yeah. DMX just gave me so much raw energy and emotion that like fueled my like wanting to go harder and like push out another rep or hit another sprint or just whatever like all of that that he encompassed just like drove me so much. So it, it's crazy to, uh, to see that he's gone. Yeah, man. So like DMX, like has like a, you know, a special place in my heart. just cause, um, his, um, his first album was the first one. I like remember listening to, um, full. Cause I think when I was like nine or 10, I stole it from my own cousin's room who are right now. Um, probably has a, you know, he has a, wife and kids now but you know back then he was a teenager that's what they're all there i saw they what they were listening to you know so i just kind of wanted to be cool but so in that in that sense like he has a special place in my heart just because like he's reminds me of being like you know being a kid and then that energy he put into his music like that 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 raw darkness that like he was like the words that he was saying it just like it, it I didn't know at I didn't know at the time because you know you're a kid, but like when you think about it now, it's just like he's like he almost unlocks something in you that's like almost uh, feral. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everyone has it, and like he just spoke the truth, and I think that's why everyone loves him. You know what I'm saying? Because he was such a good person that like had like a lot of a lot to say that was true. You know, when you when 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 DMX rapped you never thought that like he was saying something that wasn't true you knew what was true dang you can tell he had a positive effect on sean when sean's using words like feral 
<laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know someone had a good effect. Yeah. yeah. Wait, was that is that was that but, not the right word? No, no, I, it is. I mean, it it is. made sense to me. No, I just thought it was. I have never used Pharaoh myself, so I thought that was luncheon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what right. I like to like, I never listened to to too much of DMX to be honest. So I only knew like a majority of like his hits and stuff, which were all really like fun, cool songs. Um, but what I really liked about him was like his personality, because like you would see uh, pictures of DMX randomly stopping by like a. Uh, like a waffle house to help up mop the floors or mm. like, you know what I'm saying? There's, especially now that he's passed, there are all these like stories about him, like going around, like doing all these like random, like lunch and stuff, which I think is super cool. So, um, yeah, I, I think overall he's cool and uh, it's, it's super sad. I honestly, to be honest, I had no idea that, uh, he was like into, you know, th- these, these types of things. So that, that caught me super off guard and yeah, I think that sucks. The thing that I like about DMX, honestly, from like a his rapping and musical perspective, is like he sounds different. He's he's literally one of one. Like there's nobody mm-hmm. that sounds or does anything like him. And like mm-hmm. you know, when you talk to a lot of people that only really know him from like Party Up or like X Gonna Give It To You, or like those kinds of songs, yeah, they're like okay, he's just barking all the time. But really, if you go back and like listen to It's Dark and Hell Is Hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like you listen to some of his older stuff, like uh, he 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 has an extremely distinct and unique flow. Like his sound yeah. is incredibly different. Like it's he is fully one of one. So we'll, we'll never dog. have a it's rapper insane. that unique. I feel like I haven't seen a rapper that unique in I don't know in a in a long time maybe and maybe I, I I'm think wrong, but. I think his flow is underrated because like he doesn't yes. flow like other rappers but like he's really rapping on beat like if you listen to like um, a song we write here he's just like going like he's like oh it's like his like his flow is like it almost sounds because like, his like voice is a like, gruff so it's like eh. it's like he's humming he's like it's like his voice is his his raps are beatboxing with the beat almost you know what I'm yeah. saying and it's kind of cool like if he if he like let's start listening to him a lot like the way he like growls and stuff is almost goes with the beat like um um it's like an ad lib we be like a, yeah yeah you know what i'm saying he's like the the first, honestly he might might be like the first rapper that got the ad lib popular like, what <laughs> his ad libs are essential though like yo they're they're a one tell me you haven't said like come on like whatever you just like come on bro i'm not gonna i won't lie to you i was listening to like a lot of his music that uh i went um the the day when the news came out, I started listening to his music. And I was like on my computer, and I low low. I, I I kid you not, I started growling. I was like, "Well, God you, damn. You, Kevin do growls on the show all the time, and like low. Yeah, it's not out of character. In your, sub- in your subconscious, but, I'm sure that. But I'm saying though, like if you listen to enough DMX, dog, you will start barking. And the dog, he brings out the he brings out that energy in you. you know but saying? he's so versatile too. Like if you listen, like my favorite song is how it's going down, right? Yeah. And that is not low energy, but like it's not the usual party up style energy that you're used to from like a DMX song. And he's like legit spitting and like he's rapping normal and his flow is so tight. And then on the same album, you have like Rough Riders Anthem, which is like such a hard ass song. And then like he's extremely versatile as a rapper. So it's, you know, you don't you don't see someone that is known for something. But when you dive deeper, they can do it completely in the 
180 degree other way of doing it too. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Uh, what, one of my uh, favorite songs that he did um, was A.O. Kato for his homeboy that was killed. Yeah. And because when you, when you hear that, it's um, off of the, like the first time I heard it was off the Where to Hood at um, music video. Mm-hmm. And then like at the end of it, like he plays the beginning of A.O. Kato. And, you know, it's, that song is stuck in my head from like the moment, like the news came out that like everything was going down on DMX. Like it was just sad because, you know, that song's about losing your friend and all that. And it just played throughout my head and it kept looping. And that, that's also, that's one of my favorite songs. But now that he's gone, it's just shit. Man. Yeah. I think my, my, definitely my favorite song is um, Who We Be. That's a, uh... If um if if we don't if we don't care by Kanye West is my first favorite song my second favorite song is Who We Be, and um I just think I remember the first time I heard it was on if you, I don't know if you guys ever watched the Head of State, yeah yeah, with yeah, Chris yeah. Rock that part when they're like walking down the street did and then it, Who We Be plays, did it did it did it and I'm just like I remember I watched that. And I was like, yo, I need to know what that song's called. Yes. So I found out what that song's called. I was like, damn, it's DMX. Let's go, man. And like, that's like been like one of my favorite songs ever since. That's you know? so funny. If you yeah, ever swear, played, uh... <laughs> God, I was going to say that after this. If you ever played Street Hoops, that song was on Street Hoops also. Like, as soon as you entered the game, and it was just like, yo, like, uh, gets you charged up. It gets you charged up. Yeah. And then when right. you get, when I got older, you started like listening to like what he's saying in the song, mm-hmm. dude. And it's like, Honestly, it's probably one of the hardest fucking songs ever created, bro. Like, just talking about the beat, talking about this, like he's talking about like you know racism, um, being locked up, uh, police brutality, all in one song. It's like, and it's crazy. Like he made that song in like nineteen ninety, uh, early two thousands, I think. Right, his songs and, have iconic movie moments too, like Mike yeah, Mike. Yeah, but like he made that song in like early two thousands, and everything they sing in that song is still relevant like today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's, it's crazy. Yeah, but then even like his acting, like doing Cradle to the Grave, uh, Belly, um, Romeo Must Die, Exit Romeo Wounds. Must die. Yeah. Like, die is a great movie, man. I, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a great movie. It's a big. It's an underrated film. Like people need it to is. go see Romeo. It's such a great. Kevin, what's um, your what's your favorite song by um, DMX? Yeah, so my favorite, I liked Grand Finale. The stuff he did with uh, Ja Rule, Method Man, and Nas, I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's all. Um, some other ones I've heard from, uh, and obviously, Get It on the Floor. That joint gets me super duper hyped. <laughs> get it on the floor, get it, get it. Like, uh, what? That was fun. What? Yeah. And but yeah, I know what you mean about his rapping too, because I heard him on uh, "Stop Being Greedy" and "Slipping." Like all those songs, I mm-hmm. think he's he's just rapping so so good on. It's it's yeah. nice to listen to. And it's it's unorthodox too, but like it's good. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. You can. Like it. It's fun to apply the way DMX rap like later in his career to any song. Also, I remember there was one time we were at a karaoke place for Kevin's birthday, and mm-hmm. we, uh, I think I chose Gold Digger, but I decided to rap Gold Digger as DMX, <laughs> and it went. <laughs> it was so, so good, harder, dude. Though. It hit so much harder. I swear, like. She was gold digging before, but she was definitely a bigger gold digger when DMX was rapping. You know <laughs> Dude, and what one of the best videos of DMX is uh, uh 
he was uh rapping uh Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yes, that joint yeah. is so fucking fun. <laughs> the Rudolph the Red No Reindeer. What? I don't, I think there's a lot of like there's a lot of things that in pop culture in general that I think DMX is a part of. So I think it did hit a lot of people, and a lot of a lot of people that I weren't expecting, like people in like circles that I know don't listen to a lot of hip hop in general. But like mm-hmm. DMX is someone that they've listened to to some degree. Do you know what he I mean? Huge. Like he was fucking. Everybody he was knows huge. who he is. He was like honestly, he filled the void that Tupac left. And I remember my um. Uh, my uh, I don't remember. My um, cousin put up put out a post like right after he passed, and then he, he said that, and I was just like, "Yo, that's like so true, bro." Like you know what I'm saying? There was like what other rapper was rapping like to, um like DMX at that time? Like, there's no one, you know. Mm-hmm. He kind of like, filled yeah. that role, so I was like, "That's a kind of a, a interesting insight that that I saw." Yeah, and they I've seen a lot of people be like, because like it's funny that you said that he filled the void that Tupac felt because. Uh, a lot of posts have said it was like DMX, like in his vulnerability, and he like made it cool to be vulnerable and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like that's also in the same elk as Pac, also. And yeah. I think that's what also made people transcend, like to uh, to flock to Pac, is the same way that people flock to X. Also, like those, like you can't, you cannot tell the story of hip hop without mentioning at all. Mentioning DM, yeah, dude. And then like the thing is, like when you watch his live concerts, dude, and I really wish I went to one. Um, dude, can be but like this man will be like at the end, he'll be a crazy live show. He'll be praying, and this man's like crying, dog. I'm like, yo, this man's putting his all his energy into that performance, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if I was at a concert and saw like this man, like just rap all these songs, like and put all his energy in it, and then at the end, just get on his knees and start like crying and praying, I'd just be, I'd cry too because I'm like, damn, this man just put all his energy out there, bro. Dog, that video. And you can't re- I- yeah, you can't recreate that. Dude. I think it's of Woodstock '99 or something. I actually yeah, don't Woodstock think I've 99. ever. Is that what it is? I don't think I've ever yeah. actually know what the concert is, but I think that's what it is. Literally, it looks like he's fucking performing to the entire planet. It's crazy, yeah, dude. It... Have you seen you? Have you guys all seen that video? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw, it, dude. Yeah, it's uh It's fucking ins. It look. There's not an ounce of uncovered land, <laughs> and he's performing Rough Riders anthem, and everybody, but like. A shit ton of when he's not singing and holds the mic out, everybody knows the words. Everybody's saying the words, dude. Yeah. And it's crazy too, because like that, if you like look into the history of Woodstock 99, that's like the concert from hell. Mm. But like, like there was stupid wild shit going on throughout the whole thing. But for X's performance, like everybody was fucking captivated, locked in. Like, yeah. Dude, crazy. That video, that video gives me major goosebumps yeah. when he's just, everybody is tuned in. Yeah. I feel like I have, I don't, that seems hard to me. Like, I don't know another I haven't seen another video of an artist performing where like literally it looks like it's the entire world. And mind you, like that was like like there was like mad like rock bands there, like Limp Biscuit, uh the Red Hot Chili Peppers performed, all that stuff. So like it's not like it was a show for him. Like those people didn't go there to see him. But they you know? all knew his song. But they yeah. all knew his shit. Like they were all like hype as fuck. Like he the way he just was able to just fucking control that crowd of just, mm-hmm. mostly white people, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, mostly white people, and they might have not even been hip hop fans. <laughs> the way he was able to control that fucking crowd, you knew exactly who the fuck he was when you left that shit. Like, dude, DMX was big, dude. I just remember being like ten, and then just always whenever I was around, like, uh, you know, cu- my cousin's older friends, 
and shit, or like my uncle, younger uncles, like DMX would always be playing, bro. And like he was a he was a superstar. Like I, I think he was as big as like you know when Eminem first came out. Like mm. just think yeah. of any of those like big rappers like in the early two thousands or in the nineties. Like I don't think rappers can ever get that big anymore. When Party Up came out, yeah, yeah, That's that it. was that was a game changer. Everywhere. Teachers Everywhere. were seeing it like. Yeah. Y'all kids are gonna make me lose my mind. All the kids in the class. Oh my god, she listens to X. Like, Literally, the it was everywhere. It was everywhere, everywhere. and the, I think like the interesting again, going kind of going back to his flow. His flow depend like regardless of how much he's yelling or not yelling or whatever. The flow that DMX has again is extremely unique because he's adding pauses into parts of the of the of the line and the verse where like I had never heard another artist add those pauses. He'd be like, you know, then that, then that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people don't rap like that. People just rap straight line. Like you kind of just like, yeah, the flow is from this point to this point. And he's kind of just like in that cadence. His cadence is completely different, regardless of what he's talking about. And Bro, every like, song is totally different. Like on uh what these bitches want. Literally. Brenda, Leticia, Linda. Felicia, like, and just the way he just slowly, like, just recalls all these different women and everything. It's just like, and he's yeah. like flowing it like a song. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's literally you have to be so in tune with your way of doing something that he's not questioning about how you know how like artists will try to dabble on this thing. They'll go to another thing that might be a big sound. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe they'll find their rhythm in another way. But mm -hmm. DMX, like, from start to the end always had his way of doing it and then people kind of emulated his way he never emulated yeah. another person's way of doing it yeah 100 so uh what kind of what are your favorite albums by on dmx yeah so the, of the dmx stuff i've checked out i definitely liked it's dark and hell is hot um yeah. i feel like that's one where he's like rapping the most and, and that's the sort of style that i think is the best i love mm -hmm. it he's he, this man can go in i didn't realize you know he rapped so hard yeah, he's yeah. Uh, that's, that's probably my favorite album too because it's like again shows that versatility. It shows that he's not just like, and I, I know it sounds like I'm ripping up on Party Up. Party Up is like in my top ten of favorite songs on the earth. Like top, Party Up is such a good song, <laughs> but it, I think like you people only tend to think about the Party Up style and not his "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot" style of like genuinely spitting and and just being fire at what he does. <laughs> Even flesh of my flesh and blood of my blood, like slippings on that, like mm -hmm. it's when he He's came in the in. game. Whew, yeah, man. Um, for me, um, it's hard to pick because, like, X's first four albums, I love, mm -hmm. and like, I know Grand Champion isn't like the best compared to everything else, but I, I have like such a soft spot for grand champion like that was the first album i was old enough to like go buy and not like go download or whatever like i was able to go buy grand champion from target like i loved that album um and i mean now when i got older or when i was not downloading stuff off of limewire you know <laughs> i was buying other stuff i went back and bought old x albums but like Grand Champion always has like a, a fond place in my heart because like summer 2003, there was a so many fucking amazing albums that came out that year, and Grand Champion was definitely one of them as well. And damn, and then like and then there was X also like that was like 
Yeah, that's that's a fun Somebody let me copy that album and then like I burned it and I had it and you know I had to hide it from my mom and all that. That album is our childhood hiking. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I I think I would say same with I I think um down the same lines with Kevin. Um it's dark and hell is hot is my favorite DMX album. One because I stole it. Um two so it has a good story attached to it. And then I also really like the Great Depression, but that's yeah, just because it has like, just because it has my favorite song on it, like ever. Who we, um, who we bees on it, um, and then we right here. That song's yeah. fucking fire, dude. And I, I, I haven't listened to that song in a long time. I was listening it, to it um, day past, and I was just like, damn, I I miss this song. I was like, this song is fucking dope, man. So even Damien like, Three is fire too. Yeah, that song's fire. But yeah, so it's, I would say um, it's Dark and Hell is Hot and then um, The Great Depression are definitely my two favorites. They're like 1A and 1B. I would be remiss if we didn't talk about the Rough Riders. Like, this man, like, it was solely, like, based off of his backing. Like, the Rough Riders were already a thing, but, like, he, like, shouted them out on everything. And, like, uh, fucking Eve, Deluxe, uh Swiss Beach, Dragon, like oh God man, like the Rough Riders was fire as shit. That was a fire crew. And then and even I, like when they had Jin um from uh who won um he won um the Freestyle Friday on a one yeah. park. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember I, I remember watching 106 in Park and then seeing like the interviews. And DMX was always on 106 in Park, yep. too, by the way. That's it. I love BET after school, dude. BET. <laughs> and I love on, those shows. Dude, and then uh, yeah. Rap City. Dude, Rap City was the greatest show. Yes. We should honestly we should have an episode just for about Rap City, dude. And then the freestyles that happen. Dude, I I watch that show every day after school. And DMX, DMX, was was, D- DMX had a couple freestyles on Rap City. Yeah, a couple. He was on there a lot. Though. Yeah, for sure. Bro, it's because he's so personable. People just like love talking to him and his energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. He was just he was literally just that dude. And like he wasn't trying to like be someone else, like you know what I'm saying, like how like other no, rap- other rappers when they get more famous, it's almost like they're trying to like change to like match um, to match the music industry or like master I don't know, master success or whatever, and they're trying to like be something else almost you know what i'm saying try to wear more suits maybe like when they're like mm-hmm. more into the game like that's not x was like that's not me like i'm just gonna be myself and you as i respect that you know what i'm saying he has that poem I'm, was it on uh the def jam poetry or def, where yeah, was def jam poetry yeah you know what yeah. i'm talking about i forgot what yeah, the yeah. actual name yeah. yeah and yeah, he has def that poem. the industry poem yeah like if you go and listen to that like that it's it's pretty intense and he's he's hitting a lot on the heavy points of kind of just what sean was talking about mm-hmm. i would highly recommend if you have not gone if you have not seen it or listen to it go to youtube now and listen to it i mean the man knew what he was like he knows how to not he definitely was not a sellout by any he was means. not uh, by any means and it's crazy because he got he was the most popular rapper in the world at one point yes. and he was doing it just doing it the fucking way that he wants to do it. Like exactly. he wasn't doing it the way anyone else wanted to do it. And That's he put what people on. He put yeah. people on. Definitely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we wouldn't have a Jada kiss at, without fucking um, DMX, like shouting him um, out the locks and stuff like that, you know? So, 
a lot of people, like, you know, we wouldn't be where they are now without DMX putting them on, you know, so it's kind of cool. Well, as we said in the beginning, guys, we just kind of wanted to touch on DMX, you know, recognize his overall, you know, impact on hip hop and the culture and everything like he's uh, at least we at the Shonen Tapes feel he's a very important person in hip hop history. Um, do you guys have any last thoughts that you want to you want to say about his legacy? I mean, obviously, I think we've touched on the fact that he's very important and you cannot recognize hip hop without mentioning DMX at least once. Um, so what do you guys think? Yeah, um, you definitely like the story of hip hop without X is not the story of hip hop. Like there's so much music he has out there that plays a major part in like the founding of what hip hop is now. Mm. Uh, you can't, you can't progress hip hop without X. There's, there's no way in hell it gets to the heights that it's at right now without him. It's, it's sad to see a Titan of the game, uh, be gone, but you know, his music is definitely gonna live on. Yeah. Kind of like his legacy is like, is undeniable. Um, you you just don't get a lot of artists that are that genuine anymore. You know what I'm saying? You get like you you have the you know you have the Kendrick Lamar's, you have the J Cole's, but like I feel like that's like a lost art now. There's not, it's almost not, not like they're not that there are good people that are coming out. It's like sometimes I just don't feel a genuineness in that music and like in in um DMX, you hear that you hear that raw emotion, that anger that sadness but also like hope for a better future you um that's what you get from dmx and i think that's his lasting legacy is him giving that up giving that to us through his art you know so definitely uh, yeah yeah 100 and i'm super happy we were able to do this little tribute episode to dmx tapeworms feel free to let us know you know which dmx songs were your favorite any albums that you know you think were his best, and you know just thoughts overall. But um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say they should send. I know we've touched on a couple of YouTube videos, a couple of interviews, and stuff, but definitely send us anything we haven't talked about. Um, DMX, has, there's a lot of good DMX like content in terms of interviews and and videos of him performing and stuff. So we'd love to see that and show other people with plants. That was so heartwarming. Literally, the the orchid scene from Fresh yeah. Off the Boat. Yeah, yeah. Doug. That's a good scene. Um, but yeah, I'm ha- just like Kevin said, we're happy we did this. Make sure you hit us up and let us know how you feel about DMX. Um, but yeah, tighten of the game. That's for sure. Thank you, guys.